Matt up with Miller, Miller Montgomery. <laughs> how are you doing, bro? Good, mate. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I just want to tell you, I'm super excited to have you up on this podcast. I listened to one of your podcasts earlier. It really touched me, and you know, it, it had to do with like being real with with your feelings and being real with your at with where you're at. For me, that's something that I'm going through right now. And um, you know, I immediately when I heard it, I shared it with some other dads that I was in conversation with because I just think it's it's so important. Um, so, I mean, listen, <laughs> let's get to a little bit of an introduction here. Um, can you tell us about yourself? Like, who are you? Where are you from? And, yeah, man. Uh, so the name's Miller. <laughs> um, I'm uh, from Melbourne, Australia. And uh, yeah, I'm a single dad of uh, three kids. So I had twin daughters when I was 19. Um, and we broke up when they were about two, two and a half. Um, and then, you know, things were a little bit gray there for a while. And, uh, you know, we're kind of on and off. And uh, my, well, the mother's, the mother of my daughters ended up getting pregnant uh, with our son, um, but we weren't technically together. But um, yeah, <laughs> so that was an interesting conversation to have with the family and stuff. And uh, yeah, just since that time, since you know, I was um, we had our had our kids, had our son, and um, I just kind of went on this journey of uh, rediscovering who I was because you know I thought I knew it all while I was in that relationship, and I was uh, me you know, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a, the male affliction. Um, so yeah, full of ego, full of you know whatever it is, and just didn't want to hear anything or learn from anyone, and um, kind of just slapped me in the face. Life did, and um, yeah, just uh, after that, we just kind of went on a bit of a journey of um, refining who who I was, you know, and um, the man that I wanted to be. And uh, I really kind of look at the breakup and that kind of whole period of my life as um a bit of a um, initiation into manhood. Um, so yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And so now um, I coach uh, single dads um, on being able to do the same thing. And it's, I guess the, the big thing that I really kind of try and communicate to guys is that, you know, the breakup is an opportunity for you to do that, right. To go on that journey and find who you truly are and, the man that you want to be because so often we can go along and be in that relationship or any relationship and lose who we are, right? We start living life on other people's terms, right? We're working so much because we want to provide for the family. We want to, um, you know, be a certain way because of that's what all of our friends are now doing. And, um, you know, we can't please everyone and it's, uh, it's only a matter of time before things kind of blow up. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what, uh, my philosophy is with, with the guys that I, that I coach and everything is um, just finding out the man that you want to be. So, yeah. All right. And uh, I mean, let's just, what were you doing before? I mean, was this like a big change for you? <laughs> yeah, actually it was. Um, so I was um, a paramedic um, for a couple of years. So for two years, I was a, a paramedic driving the ambulance and trading people and all that kind of stuff. And then it's not too far off. All right. In the healing business. I mean, in, in the, it's, it's not too far off, you know, <laughs> Yeah, look, it's still helping people. It's still, yeah. you're trying to do your bit or whatever. Um, yeah. but yeah, kind of more as medical. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, high stress. So look, maybe it's not too similar, dissimilar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, um, and so, how how long did like what how long did it take you for you to get into the coaching? I mean, you broke up and then 
how long after was it that you decided to, hey, this is, I want to take what I learned and, and I want to be able to uh, share it with people? Yeah, so I, I mean, I started the business, um, it's been about two years, nearly coming up to two years now. So um, I guess if I think back to it, you know, I actually firstly started a blog for young fathers was the first thing that I ever did. Um, and that was just like a website and a blog and I did blog posts on um, yeah, what it meant to be like a young dad. And in that, I did speak about being a single dad quite a lot because I was worried about, you know, dating as a single dad and, you know, the, the ramifications or the implications on what people would judge me like and the insecurities that came along with that. So I started that maybe three years two, three years after um, we, we broke up and I just had this kind of seed, this seed within me that I felt like I needed to uh, go searching for or allow to flourish or to, you know, come to fruition. So um, that's what I started off with first. And then after that, um, just kind of changed the niche up a little bit because I found that, you know, it was single dads who were reacting to that, to my stuff a lot. And it was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, <laughs> that's just what I did. I feel like there's a big need for it. I mean, first off, I think on, on, a, on a practical terms, if I'm not mistaken, it seems that there are more and more people getting divorced, you know, or, you know, there are more single parents these days. And, and the reality is, is that, you know, the family structures are completely different and the roles that, that, you know, both parents play, um, are different nowadays and you know, what they were, I would say, you know, years ago, even, even, you know, even 15 years ago. Um, and it's interesting because as, as times change as individuals, you know, sometimes we can be a little bit behind and, and you know, the big things can change, but then you know, the small parts within society don't necessarily do it. It takes a longer time for us to, to catch up. And, um, you know, with, whatever it is at the end of the day, I think it's so, so important for dads to be not just present. I mean, I feel like present is an understatement just to the, we need to be parents. We need to be able to raise our kids in the best way possible. Um, and on top of that, you know, part of that in my, in my own opinion is, is being real with ourselves because, you know, it's only when we really become real with ourselves that's when everything starts to, you know, things really change around us. And, and that's where I think, you know, where the parent, we can be real with parenting, we can be real with life, we can be much more, I guess, in touch with the things that are happening around us. And yeah, like there's, there's, there's just a, this, just like you said, I, I really feel the same way. There's this, this necessity to be something that we're not. And I'm saying this from my own experience, like this, if this is like something I'm going through, like, you know, right now, these are realizations um, that I'm coming, you know, to terms with right now is, is the fact that, you know, I spent such a long time um, wanting to be like something. And we just chatted about it a little bit beforehand. Is, is this, this, you know, this is my thing right now. It's just this pursuit of happiness of what it means to be happy. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm just coming from myself. I found myself, you know, like going through my day, if I'm feeling shitty, um, then, you know, I'm like, you know, dude, put up, put a smile on your face. Like I know 
I think that there is something positive about about you know wanting to uh, you know that there is something good about smiling. Smiling does make you feel happier, but but making you feel happier for that moment takes you away from the way that you're feeling like right there and then. And and I think you um, you 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 made a post about this on Instagram about it, how important it is to, you know, that it's those situations, looking back into those situations, and I'm also bringing in other things that I've learned, um, specifically those situations where you didn't feel good, that, that that's where the gold is. I think you use those terms. Um, yeah. That's where it's at, right? Like you got to dig, you got to dig deep, but it doesn't feel good to dig deep, man. Like, you know, like that's, the, who wants to feel that way? Like, I just want to feel happy, you know? And, um, and people rupture at the end of the day, and, and you can live you you can live out their lives like that, and you're not ever actually free. Like, no, nah, totally. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a massive it's a massive shift, you know, because um, what most people do, right? And for many men that I speak to, it's like you go to work every day, and there are some parts of you that you are insecure about that you don't like or things that you don't like about your life as well. Just things about your life that kind of just sit there and just niggle at you. And we all kind of sweep them into the closet or to the cupboard, wherever you want to sweep it. And we try not to think about it, right? We put on a brave face. We go along to hustle and grind and do what we need to do to provide for the family. Because men, a lot of time just think that as long as there's food on the table and there's money in the account, then things are going to be okay. It's not always that case, obviously, but that stuff that's in the closet, it holds you hostage. You can't live your life from an authentic place with that stuff in there because it's like, I can't, I can't do anything if it means having to go and look in there. So you'll purposely avoid difficult situations. If it comes to having a hard conversation with your partner or with, with anyone, a deep conversation with your friend or something, you just shove it in the closet in the closet and you hide it away. But in that place, although it's scary, in that place is where the greatest transformations and realizations are going to happen for you as a man. It's the most empowering place to be. But you must have the courage to be able to go in there and go looking for them, right? You have to have that courage to go in there. Um, and what happens a lot of times is that because we go along in life with that stuff in there, we just kind of put on appearances, right? And definitely with, you know, self-help and, um, you know, self-improvement and stuff uh, growing in today's day and age, you know, with social media, there's, you know, inspirational memes on Facebook, great quotes. It's like be positive and all these kind of great things. But it's like that positivity is a mask in itself, right? Where it's draining you, right? It's like, I should be happy. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit down. So let me go and read some inspirational memes, right? And it's a temporary fix again. And it's yeah. like just another thing to get you through that day, right? And it's yeah. like, well, that positivity vibe is, it will drain you and it doesn't really do anything long-term. Um, and then you'll get like fluctuations, right? With how you feel. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a massive, uh, it's a massive um, journey. And, uh, you know, anyone who's listening, I think a really great book to kind of, which illustrates this through a story is called, um, Iron John, um, by Robert Bly. And, um, yeah, it's a, a very, very good book. So check that out. If you're a man, you need to read that. <laughs>
<laughs> Iron John, I'm writing that one down. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's important for, I think for myself at least, I feel to note, uh, to make a distinction with, with the, uh, the, the positivity idea. Uh, because like you said, it, there's, it's, there's confusion. It's, it's a confusion of where to apply that positivity. Um, when it comes to thinking about ourselves and the way that we perceive ourselves, see that there's, we want to perceive ourselves in, I mean, listen, correct me if I'm wrong over here, man, you've got way more experience than me. Um, but from what I'm understanding is, is that the, we, we want to be able to have, to think about ourselves in a positive way. And it's this, it's this interesting duality. I think that, that I'm, that I'm finding where, it's in this, our own personal self image needs to be a, the thoughts inside, we, we cannot be putting ourselves down. We need those positive thoughts about how we perceive ourselves. At the same time, we are imperfect. So it's like this where, where we're, we need to be real about the way how we are being imperfect. And, and I can only give, you know, a, an example about myself um, is that, is that, it's, it's, it's not, you know, that's, let me just put it this way. This is where I think the positivity lays is, is the way that we are perceiving ourselves. But at the same time, you know, we shouldn't be putting ourselves down. I think that's where the positivity comes in. Um, the chase, like you're saying with all the memes and, and with just getting up on Instagram and seeing like, oh, this is good. This is good. It's a drug in of itself. Like we take ourselves away from experiencing that particular moment that we really need in order to do it. And, and, and in the same way, you know, somebody can call it uh, the natural drug, but it's still a drug in the sense of how we are, you know, dealing with the actual emotions and actually where we are. And you're like a hundred percent, like these are these 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 thoughts. I mean, these um, the inability to face those you know those negative experiences hold us back. That's really that's really what's holding us back. And a lot of the time, we don't know that. Like we don't people don't even know that. You know what I mean? Like we don't even know a lot of the times that that we have. There's certain thoughts and there's certain ways that we're thinking. Like it's, it's how do, how do you even get to that awareness in the first place? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm asking you, what, what do you think? Yeah. yeah look, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it can be a deep place, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's like how long's a piece of string, you know, everyone's going to be different with, with this, the baggage or the shit that they've got that they're carrying with them. Um, but you have to at least go on that journey, right? It's like this decision. It's like, okay, I'm going to decide right. to go there, you know, right. and there's no destination. It's a journey. It's a process and you're going to get developed. You're going to improve if you are willing to work through the stuff that you come up with. And a lot of the stuff comes uh, from childhood. Um, but you mentioned there, you know, this dichotomy between, uh, you know, being with the, the crapness or, you know, being positive, right? Because, too much of one or the other is not healthy, right? And that's completely true. Um, I think for me, what I've really found is helpful is just accepting where you are, okay? If you're going through a low patch, then you're going through a low patch, right? And it's like accepting 
that that is where you are and that's how you're feeling at the moment. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, like I went through one probably the last mm, month, couple of months, maybe of just like low energy in terms of motivation, um, you know, questioning what, what I'm doing and where I'm going and, and this kind of stuff. Um, and you know, if my friends would meet me, they're like, Oh, what's wrong? Like, you know, you seem low and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, I am, but I'm okay. Like I'm all right. I'm speaking to you and I'm, I'm fine, but yeah, I'm just going through a low patch. And I think as well, you know, it's like, you have to also understand that everything in life is temporary, right? So by accepting that this period in my life, I'm going to be down. I also accept that this is temporary. So there's going to be a time where I come back up, right? It's like people will hold on to this, this bad, sick, sad place um, and forget that it's a temporary thing. And as long as you stay consistent at the things that you need to do just for yourself in terms of like um, your well-being, so I don't know, exercise, eating healthy, you know, meditation, reading, um, you know, just these kind of basic things that most of us should be doing. As long as you stay consistent with those, the transition will occur, right? Mm -hmm. And the more that you hold on to this period of your life being, uh, if you're feeling down, you're feeling sad or whatever, the more that you hold on to it, the more that you attach yourself to it being like, yeah, I'm just really, you know, struggling. I can't get anything, but my, my luck's bad. Nothing's working. And you, and you dramatize it. You make it bigger than what it needs to be then you will prolong the transition to being happy again, right? Um, so yeah, accept that it's temporary. Accept that's where, it, that's where you are at the moment um, because yeah, without those lows, you can't really experience and appreciate the highs and vice versa. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's something that I thought yeah. was really important. 100%, that's, I, that's, that's really, that's where it's at. Listen, I had a, I had a girlfriend for a year and a half um, and we broke up and, um, you know, right afterwards, you know, I spent about three months in that state of feeling just not myself, but it's like, what do you mean? Not myself. Like I was assuming that myself needed to be this particular way. And because I wasn't being, you know, that way, I thought that, you know, that there is something wrong with me. And like you said, that acceptance is, is so key. Like even, you know, I I live in Israel and my mom, my whole family lives in Canada. I've been here since I was uh, about uh, 19 years old. I came, I, I, I bounced from there, came over here, went through a whole, you know, religious journey and uh, you know, got married at 22. Um, same thing thought that I knew exactly what I wanted. <laughs> you know, I dated my girlfriend for I mean, my, my ex-wife for, for a couple months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a couple months got engaged, like <laughs> <laughs> crazy man, you know? And, um, and if I look back on myself, when I look back on, on the way that I, I have been, I think for, for many years, it's this just like, this like this positivity um, uh, uh, focus, like where I would I would just just focus so hard on 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 being a certain way, and for a long time, you know, it was it could be helpful, you know. But you know, through my marriage, I think that it um, 
it was bad and good, good in the sense that, uh, you know, it helped me move forward and negative in the sense where I was just completely unaware of what was actually going on. And as soon as, as that sort of, you know, needing to be that way drops, then they start to wake up and start to experience um, other emotions, other feelings, more, you know, more, you know, ways of, of being self-aware, you know, because now I'm actually able to go into my past and just start to break down what it is that, that really is holding me back. You know, it's just, it's so powerful. It is so, so powerful. And to experience those downs and to really relive them is, is, you know, to go into them and is, that's, that's where it's at. Um, I mean, how many people do that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mean, I don't know, but, but I, I can't imagine that it's so common. You know, it's, it's like, I think that's maturity. Like, you know, I'd... yeah, look, like, I mean, yeah, I dare say it wouldn't be the, the go-to thing for people to do to think about their traumatic past and, and go looking for gold or, you know, life lessons. Right. Um, but it's, that that those life lessons and that those experiences that you've had you've had them for a reason right you've you've been through that situation as a result of the person that you were you know the things that you thought the the things that you said the 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 beliefs that you had about yourself and, and about other people and it got you that result in your life um you know no one else has got you to this point in your life apart from you mm-hmm. so i think taking on just that level of responsibility and Boom. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I literally right before you said that, that's literally what I wrote down. You're like responsibility, Boom. yeah. Taking <laughs> great take minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, yeah, taking responsibility for your own shit, you know, because uh, it's very easy to blame. You know, it's very it feels good, and yeah. uh, and and look. It doesn't just because you take responsibility as well. I think it's important to to know. It doesn't mean that you think whatever that person did to you is okay. You know, you're like right. it doesn't mean just because you take on responsibility for the person that you were or the things that you said or the actions that you took. It doesn't mean that it, it excuses what they did if they cheated on you 100%. or did whatever the bad thing was. Um, mm-hmm. And also, just because they're a bad, or what you perceive as them being a bad person, or they did something bad to you, does not give you the excuse not to put in the work for yourself. Yes, it doesn't yeah. give you the excuse. So, um, just those real, like, kind of simple things that um, it really empowers you, you know. And that really is what this is about, you know, for for men and especially single fathers who I work with. It's fucking finding your power again, you know, because it can be a very powerless place where you're not seeing your kids, you're in a, you've lost maybe all your assets and you're living in some little granny flat or, you know, you, you're struggling to make ends meet and stuff. It's like, well, what can I do? Who am I? What do I have? Right. And it's like, well, how do you find your power again? So, um, yeah, just those things. That's it. That's it right there. Well, first off, I just want to let you know, uh, I also used to live in a, uh, rundown building 80 years old on top of a, a corner store and the roof the ceiling was falling off and and you know and i was like wow um i don't live there anymore you know and uh, good times it did it's it's good man it's it's just it's part of the experience absolutely um 
I want to bring in again this this idea of responsibility and being proactive because I think that as soon as that responsibility comes in, uh, when you when you say, "Hey, I'm taking responsibility," it leads to a state of being proactive about the situations and not just allowing things to happen to you. But when we're in this state of, of, of pitying ourselves and feeling bad for ourselves and telling us ourselves, you know, bad things, um, then we, we don't, we don't take that proactive stance in general. We, we tend to just, just to loathe. And, and for myself personally, um, I looked at myself and I said, dude, look at all the shit that's going on in your life. Look at, look at, you know, like, look at every action that has happened. You know, I took responsibility for those, you know, for that. I, whatever situation it is that's occurred to me, I have taken that responsibility. Now, I, I agree with you 100% what you're saying about um, at the same time, it doesn't mean that it's okay for somebody to treat you a certain way. It doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's not okay to be, uh, it, uh, you're not giving them the allowance to do that. But, but what we are saying is, is that I have, you know, I've come to this point based upon the actions that I've taken. And if I also, if I allow myself to sit in that situation, you know, even if I was in a different state of mind, that was my choice to stay in that. And, um, and, and to just to, to look at it in that way and to just say, hey, dude, you are, you know, this is something that you've done, something that, that is, you know, has resulted as, a, you know, has happened as a result of your choices. Then we start to say, hey, man, I can make new choices. I can start, you know, changing things based upon the fact of, of what I'm doing and start moving ahead through being proactive, you know, whatever facet, whatever part of life it is, whether it's finances or whether it's, um, you know, relationships or whether it's, you know, whatever it is like for myself, I think, you know, I'm figuring out my own finances. That's, that's, you know, that's a difficult thing, but I said, Hey, I cannot allow myself anymore to get into these situations where, you know, whether these bills are getting away with me, like I need to go ahead and I need to take care of this. And, it's just incredible how this idea of responsibility can move somebody uh, from being in a point of, of, you know, allowing the things to happen to you. Um, and then you end up in crisis situations. And then as a, you know, and then you shift it into situations where you are now the one who decides where you want to go, what you want to do. I mean, for myself, this podcast is part of that idea of wanting to take that responsibility and wanting to become proactive in what it is that I'm doing. It's, it's such a, it's such a core, core idea. Um, but a lot of people will say, what do you mean that happened to me? Like, you know, what would you, what would you say to somebody that says, you know, what would you say to somebody that says that it's, it's, it's not my control. She did this to me, you know, this happened to me. And, and, you know, like, what do you mean? I can't like, it's, it's not me. It's not my responsibility. Like, did you hear anything like that during your coaching sessions? Um, I mean, I do speak to people who are like that. Um, I don't really take on those people as, as clients though, because <laughs> if you don't yeah. think you've got a problem, then you don't think you need to change and you don't right. have motivation to do anything about it. So it never right. really gets that right. far. Um, right. But 
Yeah, look, I mean, it happens, right? It's very easy to, to be like, oh, well, you know, it's the system, the court system. Um, and look, a lot of people do get really fucked over by the court system. There's no doubt about it. Um, and there are a lot of nasty women out there, just as there are a lot of nasty men as well. And um, it's, you know, it's easy to get stuck in that place. So I've been in that place, like I understand it. Um, yeah. But, you know, if you are in that place, then you cannot expect things to change in your life. No one is coming for you. No one is coming to save you. Okay. You need to save yourself in your own life, right? Mm -hmm. No one, no one, no one is coming for you. Just, just remember that, you know, if, if, if you're talking about your own life and your own kids here, you must take responsibility about, okay, what can I do? What is within my rights to be able to do that? Um, So yeah, that's what I would say. Even in the top, so that's first of all, there's, there's one thing uh, I found very interesting that I'm seeing also amongst uh, coaches is that I too will follow these footsteps. <laughs> I will not take clients that do not want to take responsibility because it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't lead anywhere. And at the end of the day, they're going to be mad at you that you're not giving them what they want if they don't get the results. Because at the end of the day, at you know, the beginning, the choice sits on the individual who says, you know, I can do something about it. I want to do something about it. I'm willing to do something about it. Um, and like you're saying, wow, like, you know, people, I, I see so many stories, uh, you know, at least I see a lot of this out there, just guys in really tough situations in these court situations, things are not going their way uh, or, you know, not just going their way, but they're just, they're in a lot of pain. They're in a lot of pain. They can't see their kids. I don't know what happened, but whatever it is, like you're saying, absolutely. There is always an action that you can take in order to move yourself forward in whatever way. And it might not be what you want. So like there comes in the whole expectations things, right? Like we have these expectations of what, the way that something should be. And when, when those expectations aren't met, a lot of the times we're, we get, you know, we're pissed. Um, but those actions, a hundred percent, you know, somebody can always take an action regardless of whatever situation that they're in. There is always something that they can do. Yeah. And look, you know, even if it's just as much as, you know, if you're feeling crap and you're, you're not seeing your kids and you feel powerless you always have the power over how you feel, right? You control that. If, if you don't have control over how you feel day to day, then who the fuck does, right? If you put all of that power in other people or other events, then you will live a powerless person the rest of your life. And, you know, until you can make that shift of like, okay, I'm in control of how I, how I feel at least, then, then you're starting to move places, right? If you can't even make that, that onus on yourself to, I control how I feel, then you're just going to struggle. Um, yeah. It's like living in a ham, it's like living in, uh, in, you know, in a hamster wheel, you know, you're, you're, you're running, 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 but you're not actually getting anywhere. And, and the amount of energy that's going into to having, first of all, to upkeep a life like that is a hard in of itself, you know, and, and the amount of fulfillment that comes from it, once again, is different, um, you know, is, is, is not much. But, you know, that's, that's where I try to, um, 
switch up the 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 quest for happiness i think should be a quest for fulfillment it's the fulfillment that 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 we want and in order to get that fulfillment it takes work and there's no way to get around that that's just one of the realities of our you know of our universe you know and where we're at yeah totally 100%. yeah totally cool um you want to tell us so you have your own podcast uh, i you know, i mean you, that's apart from you know right now we're doing this together do you want to tell us uh, where people can find you uh when they're looking for you whether it's you know facebook website what do you got yeah so um yeah my podcast is um the man up with miller experience um miller is spelt m-i-l-l-a-r um you can check us out on facebook is just man up with Miller, man up with Miller.com. And actually I think my Instagram handle is Miller Montgomery because I will be changing the name of the business soon. <laughs> things are changing, yeah, but that's where it is. For now. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then uh, the man up with Miller podcast, how can wait, where, where can they find you? If we want to find, see some more, you know, hear some more podcasts. Yeah. So pretty much any, any platform, any major platform that, that has podcasts, it's on there. So it's uh it's everywhere awesome we got your facebook we have this and uh that's that's good man listen um miller this has been a really really awesome chat um and talking about some some real stuff it's listen i can say for myself personally uh it's it's incredible to hear hear this to talk about it it's inspiring for me uh, i really hope that to all of our listeners out there um you know it, it'll touch some of you uh, get you guys thinking about, you know, what's going on inside those feelings and what you're doing. There's always other, you know, resources, uh, you know, in order to learn about ourselves uh, that, uh, you know, I'll be posting some books, uh, you know, reads that can really, really, uh, you know, help uh, learn and help teach us about, uh, you know, what it is that's happening on the inside and what it is that kind of stops us and holds us, you know, from moving forward. Um, I wanted to thank everybody out there for listening. This is Josh, and uh, this is Miller Montgomery. Hey, Miller. Uh, and uh, you can find uh, you can find me also uh, on Facebook at uh, Joshua Simcha. I have a page up there and on Instagram. Um, this is the show at Single Parents Succeed. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, stay tuned for our next show.